Good morning, evening, afternoon, or night, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, the Trash King, back at it again with another one of these fucking things we call the daily, or rather, <laughs> semi-daily dumpster. And today we're going to be talking about some weird shit, bro. I'm going to look into some of the shit, some celebrities have done, ladies and gentlemen. This is the celebrity episode. Now, this has come to light with the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing. Whatever's going on, whatever's happening. I don't fucking know. I don't really hold any super strong opinions about the matter either. Because anybody who's been in a, in a real relationship understands that relationships are complicated, ladies and gentlemen. Relationships are not easy. I don't matter who you wrap it up to look like, no matter what you say it is, no matter who you say it is, no matter what the diddly fuck you think it is, a relationship that you want to work, that you want to last, that you feel in your heart is the right relationship to be in, you'll make it last. Now, I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, that if your boyfriend is beating the fuck out of you or your girlfriend calls, says you got a little dick and that she fucked all your friends, you shouldn't stay with that person. That's a toxic person. I'm saying a person that you have built with your entire life. You got similar goals. You got similar aspirations. Y'all got together when you was young and now you're 32. And you're thinking it's the end of the road. Well, it probably ain't. Because truth be told, with the advent of social media, it's difficult to understand what's going on for normal people. Because they didn't grow up with, realistically, I'm going to say it, normal relationships. Relationships before social media were toxic offline. Nobody really knew what was going on, but now your shit is advertised everywhere. Understand that, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a toxic individual, male or female, whoever you are, get your fucking shit together, ladies and gentlemen. Because how it goes is... You want to meet someone who makes you happy, who you done built a little bit with, who you done a lot of shit with, who you been through thick and thin with. And if that person is laying their hands on you, that's a big problem. If that person is calling you names that don't involve things that you are actively doing, like say... If they're calling you lazy out of frustration because you refuse to find a job, honestly, that's valid. But if they're calling you lazy, even though they sit on the couch all day and you're the breadwinner, you're out working, and you told them that they should have done the dishes while you were gone being the breadwinner, that's toxic. Ladies and gentlemen, life is brought up to be more complicated than it actually is. 
Because truth be told, if you're out working all day and your partner is not doing what they should be doing, not working and not cleaning the house, not doing something to make themselves useful, maybe it's mean to say, but it's time to kick that person to the curb, ladies and gentlemen. You got to do good for yourself. Now, that is going to cover what little bit I choose to call advice at the end of the episode. But today we're going to look into worst crimes celebrities committed. Assuming I can go five seconds without dropping my fucking keyboard. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we can get our hands on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's dig up the scoop. Let's fucking mind our own. Let's mind other people's business here for a moment. Mama's uncut. We're not doing this shit. I'm a fucking dad. I am not an uncut mama. Let's see what we could do with this shit, ladies and gentlemen. 20 celebrities you didn't know had committed crimes. All right. I'm not going to read the whole article. It don't matter to me. Not going to lie. I am going to say, Sam Stanhope. If it was Doug Stanhope, I'd be more interested. Anyways, Justin Bieber (laughs) is the first person to show his face on this article with his smiling ass. I do not have a problem with Justin Bieber, regardless of what you may think. Number 20 on the list is Mark Wahlberg. Who? Musician, then model, and now actor. Oscar nominated for films The Fighter and The Departed. Since his movie career took off in the mid-90s, Wahlberg has also starred in such hits as Boogie Nights, Three Kings, and The Other Guys. He's one of the highest pays, paid actors alive, apparently. <clears throat> These days, Wahlberg is a family man. He's 47 and married for a decade with four kids, but things were very different back when he was a Boston street kid. In 1988, at the age of 17, Wahlberg served time in jail for attempted murder after he assaulted two Vietnamese men without provocation. So what they're saying is, referring to the, referring to the men as slant-eyed gooks is what they censored it to say. It was S-L star star T-I'd G star star K-S. But if you're like me and you don't like to abridge this shit, he called them slant-eyed gooks. Wahlberg punched... Hoa Trin in the eye and hit Thon Lam over the head with a large stick until he fell unconscious. And he served 45 days in jail for the attacks. He should have spent way more time in that jail, ladies and gentlemen. This motherfucker called them slant-eyed gooks and then hit some dude over the head until he was unconscious with a stick and he socked somebody in the eye. That motherfucker deserves... Every bit of sentence that anybody else would have gotten. But he's rich, so he doesn't get that shit. Anyway, Matthew Broderick. 
actor known for Ferris Bueller's Day Off for makes of Godzilla and the producers and for voicing Simba in The Lion King. In the 80s, Broderick was huge famed for his for hits including Ferris Bueller, War Games, and Glory. What he did in August 5th, 1987, Broderick was taking a trip around Northern Ireland with then-girlfriend and dirty dancing star Jennifer Grey when he crashed head-on into another car, crossing into the wrong lane. The accident left Broderick and Gray with minor injuries, while the two women in the other car, mother and daughter, were both instantly killed. Broderick was initially charged with death by dangerous driving, but in the end, he was just fined $175. How is that fair, ladies and gentlemen? If I had done the same thing this man had done, I would be in prison for life or at least 40 years. This man paid a fine of $175. That's not even a slap on the wrist for this man, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck that shit. Years later, in an examination prior to her appearances in Dancing with the Stars, 11th season in 2010, Gray had a titanium plate installed in her neck as a result of the persisting spine injury from the crash. Yeah, but your average person would not be able to afford a titanium plate installed in their fucking neck. No. You killed two fucking people with your drunk-ass boyfriend, you dumbass. Fuck these people. Rich-ass punk motherfuckers. And y'all still believe these people are good people just because they say they believe in certain things? Oh, I believe in Black Lives Matter. They believe in Black Lives Matter because they're afraid the Black Lives Matter protesters are going to burn down their fucking house. They don't believe in Black Lives Matter because it matters to them. They believe in Black Lives Matter because they're afraid and because it's trendy. Think about it that way, ladies and gentlemen. They don't believe in anything you believe in. They just think that they should say what they have to say for good PR. These are people just like you. And if you were in their position, you would do and say the same thing. Me, on the other hand, I don't have a good image to begin with. So if you hate on me for the shit I say in this podcast, that's on you, bro. It's all on you, because I don't pretend to be a good person. I don't pretend to have good opinions, but I do know that I have opinions that are mine and know that you should probably listen because they're more like hypotheses than opinions. Don't hate on me. Listen to what I have to say and decide whether it's worth your time. And if it ain't worth your time, don't listen. Anyways, number 18 comes down to Snoop Dogg. We all knew about this one. He was tried for murder. I did not know that Snoop Dogg's real name is Calvin Cordozar Broadus Jr. Has been responsible for such hits as Drop It Like It's Hot and Gin and Juice. We knew about those ones. Snoop Dogg has never been shy about living the gangster lifestyle, but how many people know about the murder charge? He wrote a whole ass song about that, bro. He was arrested after a rival gang member was shot and killed by a gun fired out of a car Snoop Dogg was driving. 
Legendary O.J. Simpson lawyer Johnny Cochran somehow got both Snoop and the shooter, who actually admitted to firing the gun, acquitted. Isn't that some shit, ladies and gentlemen? Ain't that some shit? Number 17 comes in with Tim Allen. (coughs) That dude who played the Santa Claus. Let's put it as that. Actor best known for his comedy roles, in particular with those he played in the TV sitcoms Home Improvement and The Last Man Standing. Also Also something of a movie star best known for the Santa Claus films, Galaxy Quest, and of course, voicing of Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies. Forgot about that. He may act like an upstanding citizen today, but Alan, the staunch Republican star of family entertainment, once almost went to prison for life for drug trafficking. Arrested at Michigan Airport in 1978 and found in possession of cocaine, Alan would still be in prison now if he hadn't given the names of other drug dealers to police. I'm surprised he ain't dead yet. But it's probably he's not dead yet because he, uh... Dude, that doesn't even look like him. No wonder he ain't dead yet. (laughs) He probably didn't give his real name and looks completely different than what he looked like when he was in that scene. He really does, bro. You gotta look it up. Sheriff's Department, Kalamazoo, Michigan, 18959-1002. Look into it. This dude looks way different from any movie he's ever been in. Christian Slater. Teen idol famed for Heather's Pump Up the Volume and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and later the 90s movie True Romance and Interview with the Vampire. Ugh. Lately, after a career slump in the 2000s, Slater has made a comeback as the title character of TV's Mr. Robot. New York City Police Department in Queens in 1994 is what it says. Through the 90s and 2000s in his fallow period, Christian Christian Slater struggled with an addiction that, in a series of incidents, caused him to act violently. He looks really young in this picture, maybe 19 or 20. In 1989... Okay, so it was just a good picture, because in this picture, he looks a lot older than that. In 1989, Slater was arrested for drunkenly crashing his car and assaulting a police officer, but more serious was the 1997 incident that saw him repeatedly punch a girlfriend and attack the police officers who arrived to arrest him. Yeah, this dude's fucked up. Finally, in 2005, Slater was arrested for sexual harassment when he, quote, grabbed a woman's behind on the street, unquote, while walking down the street intoxicated. Interesting. Sean Penn, he looks like a really, really old Gordon Ramsay in this picture. Who? Double Oscar winning actor known for his films including... Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Dead Man Walking, Mystic River, Mystic River, and Milk. Now 58, Penn has lived a full life taking in relationships with Charles, Charlize Theron, Robin Wright, and Madonna. 
1985, Penn began what would be a tumultuous relationship with Madonna. They married that year and divorced four years later. It's a long time. I mean, to me, at least. Because I don't see myself getting married. When Madonna filed for divorce in 1989, she also filed a complaint with police alleging that Penn had assaulted her on a number of occasions, including one in which Penn allegedly held his estranged wife against her will and beat her. Rude. Though Madonna later withdrew her complaint, it was reported in the media that the time at the time that she was by Penn beaten, gagged, and left strapped to an armchair for nine hours before she escaped. Well, that does sound like a whole ass lie because she withdrew her complaint. Honestly, if I was put in that position, no amount of money, no amount of publicity, nothing would make me change those charges. So since she withdrew her complaint, it wasn't even brought up on charges. If someone had really treated you like that, you wouldn't withdraw those charges. You would take them to the full extent of the law. Now, I don't know the full story. I don't know what happened with Madonna or Sean Penn. But I do know if you were to deal with that situation, what would you do, ladies and gentlemen? And I hate, it sounds like victim blaming, but this was like 40 years ago, almost at least. Hold on, 2020 to 1980. I ain't good at math, ladies and gentlemen. Let's find that out. So this was in... So they were married for four years since... Hold on. So it was in 1989. So 1989 to 2020... It keeps coming up as... Okay, so 1989 was 31 years ago from today. Okay, so you were born in 1989. And it's 2020. You're going to be 31. Someone born in 1990 was 30. Bro, I'm 25. I'm going to be 25 in December, ladies and gentlemen. I'm almost 30. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, ladies and gentlemen. I am almost 30. Five years from now, it's like when you're 15, you're like, holy shit, you didn't think that you were almost 20. You were 15, you didn't give a fuck about anything. I mean, at least I didn't. I barely even remember being 15, to be honest. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this was 31 years ago. 
if it and with the Me Too movement, I think if it had been like a serious issue, it would have come up again, but it didn't. So she was. I think what happened was both of them, considering the time period and how rich they were, were probably really, really, really fucked up on some shit. And so she lied. But she probably told half-truths because they were both fucked up. And it would have implicated them both. But granted, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just some dude. Anyways. Emile Hirsch. American actor, probably known for the star of Sean Penn's survival drama Into the Wild. Oh, here we go with that Sean Penn shit. Hirsch had also appeared in films including The Girl Next Door, Speed Racer, and Milk, who will feature in Quentin Tarantino's upcoming Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've never seen that. How long ago was this article written? Let's find out. You'll probably Google Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and know easily. Yep. The movie was in 2019, so the article isn't like... It's almost two years old. So this was written when uh, Fast Times in Hollywood, I think it was. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was just an up-and-coming movie. Anyways, in 2015, Hirsch was in Park City, Utah for the Sundance Film Festival when he got into an argument with Paramount executive Danielle Burnfield at a nightclub. The altercation escalated to the point where Drunken Hirsch put Bernheld into a chokehold, then strangled her until she blacked out. Jeez, what did she say to him to make him want to do that? Granted, they were drunk. Uh he served 15 days in jail for the attack and was fined $4,750. Now, putting a woman into the into a chokehold until she passes out is like, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. I think putting anyone into a chokehold until they pass out is a pretty serious crime. And he, it was a misdemeanor assault, and he paid $4,750. And I think that $4,750 was just to keep him from going to jail for more than fucking 10 years. Shit, I already know how this is going to go. Mike Tyson's in this picture. Legendary boxing promoter who represented such superstar fighters as Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, and Mike Tyson... King also promoted two of the biggest fights in history, the Rumble in the Jungle and Thrilla in Manila. Ooh. But this was back in 1954. <laughs> this, this might as well not even count. A black man being prosecuted in 1954... 
Put simply, murder twice as early as the 1950s, King was running with the wrong crowd. He was suspected of continued ties to organized crime into the 1990s. That might be a little different. Okay, I rescind such a decision. In 1954, King was running gambling houses in Cleveland, Ohio. Then he shot and killed a man attempting to rob one. This was ruled as justifiable homicide, and King served no time no jail time. Man, he must have had a good lawyer. Man. In 1967, however, King killed again, curb stomping the head of a man who owed him money until he was dead. King served just shy of four years in prison for this one. All right. So this should be enough to let you know that money gets you anywhere, my man. It don't matter what color your skin is. If you got the right amount of money, you're getting out of anything. Terrence Howard. Probably best known these days for starring in TV's Empire, but also an Oscar-nominated movie actor. Having appeared in such high-profile films as Crash, The Butler, and Prisoners... Howard was also the original James War Machine Rhodes in the Iron Man films. To date, Howard has been married four times and has been arrested for domestic violence through a total of three of the marriages. Interesting. Howard has admitted to hitting his first wife. She was talking to me real strong, and I lost my mind and slapped her in front of the kids. <sighs> talking to me real strong. That can be interpreted in a lot of ways. But you should never lay your hands on a woman, or anybody, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a woman... And you have laid your hands on one of your boyfriends because you got mad. Or you continue to do such. Or you lay your hand on your husband or kids or whatever. You should be ashamed of yourself. There's no reason to get so mad that you lay your hands on somebody. Issues can be resolved way more easily than that. Don't be toxic. Understand. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't care what they say to you. If you are going to lay your hands on somebody, walk away. And if they lay their hands on you, beat those motherfuckers into the ground. But if they're just slinging words and you swing first, you're the problem. Words are just words no matter how they cut. You can always walk away. I've had some women say some pretty cutting things to me. I've had some men say some cutting things to me. I've had my old family say things that cut me deep. But whether that was consequential or not, you do not lay your hands on someone that you love. Don't lay your hands on anybody. We're all humans. We don't need to get violent. Honestly, in evolution, we have surpassed that. We just choose not to surpass it. We can talk to each other. If they won't see reason, avoid the situation altogether. 
and if you won't see reason, avoid the situation altogether. Be good to each other, ladies and gentlemen, because that's all we got. We got us. The planet's going to be fine when we pollute it to be, say, unusable to us. The planet has died, has had every species on it die more than once, and more species rose up because we're in the Goldilocks zone, ladies and gentlemen. The planet's not going anywhere. We are, in the words of George Carlin. Understand. They're not fighting to keep this planet because they think that the planet is going to die. They just say it because they don't want to come out and say, look, the way we're going, we're committing slow planetary human nationwide suicide with the way we are treating this planet. But we don't care. Until someone says the planet's dying or a little kitty's lungs are affected. Treat the planet right. Because this is the only one we got with the current science we got. And with the science that we're going together and what they're saying we will die in the future from. It's going to take a lot longer than that to terraform another planet, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone thinks, oh, the rich and famous are polluting this world because they got rockets to take us to another planet. <laughs> no, they don't. They just don't care. They're going to be dead long before this sh the pollution they cause or any of that starts to affect the human race and people are still buying their products. They don't care about their children or loved ones. They just know that they personally will not have to deal with that problem. And that is another issue that we have to deal with, this psychopathy in the higher echelons of our society. Like corporate executives, celebrities, a lot of people that we have dealt with in our society are, from what I've read, according to evidence... Uh, what was it, like 30% more likely to be psychopaths? Let me check. I'm, I'm going to have to Google this because I know there's a correlation. I just don't know the exact correlation, and I need to give you the right facts, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't a biased news source. I will only give you information based on evidence. Now. I'm typing. The disturbing link between psychopathy and leadership. This is not the image we like to have when we think of business leaders, but troubling research indicates that the task... Hold on. So this article is written in 2013 by Victor Lippmann. 
Okay, it is not the image we like to have when we think of business leaders, but troubling research indicates that the ranks of senior management, psychopathic, senior management and psychopathic behavior may be more common than we think. More prevalent in the fact that is more prevalent in the fact that the amount such seriously aberrant behavior occurs in the general population. At first blush, this may seem counterintuitive, even outrageous. We tend to think of psychopathy as the province of criminals with leadership qualities that may land someone atop a a fringe religious cult, say, not in a boardroom. This guy writes weird. But it's in Forbes, so I think maybe I just like rightly right weird. But before discussing the research, let's consider for a moment why this possibility is actually less bizarre than it may initially seem. The hallmarks of the psychopathic personality involve egocentric, grandiose behavior, completely lacking empathy and conscience. Additionally, psychopaths may be charismatic, charming, and adept at manipulating one-on-one interactions. In a corporation, one's ability to advance is determined in large measure by a person's ability to favorably impress his or her direct manager. Unfortunately, certain of these psychopathic qualities, in particular charm, charisma, grandiosity, which can be mistaken for vision vision or confidence, and the ability to perform convincingly convincingly in one-on-one settings, are also qualities that can help one ahead in the business world. That's what I'm saying. But it doesn't give me a percentage. That's the thing. And I don't want to read through this whole article because I don't have enough time. But I do want to see if I can title, I can look it up and see if I can find the exact percentage. Let's say percentage of psychopaths in leadership positions. Okay, so I was way off. Well, maybe not. Research by New York-based psychologist Paul Babiak has suggested up to 4% of business leaders in the U.S. could be psychopaths. Another study of supply chain managers found that three that between three and twenty one percent had clinically significant psychopathy compared to one percent of the general population. I said forty percent. I was seriously wrong. See, this is why I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not an authority on the subject. I do know now that four percent of business leaders in the US could be psychopaths. And another study suggests that between 3 and 21% had clinically significant psychopathy. So, if your manager is like neurotic and super geeky about shit and super fucking weird like 90% of the time, they might be a psychopath. Granted, I'm leading my way up to the leadership position, so the way I see it, 
I mean, I'm not a psychopath. I really don't have the drive that the people that I've seen in previous leadership positions have, mainly because they don't have to care about what other people think. That's why they get up in the business like that. I mean, I say that I don't care what people think, but I actually do. And I also say that I will do I would do anything to get up in my careers in the future. But truth be told, there's a lot of things I really wouldn't do to get ahead. These people don't need to care because mentally, they just need to push forward. And that's just the way they see things. I mean, probably... Because I imagine everyone has a different brain. But I also imagine that someone who has a lot of motivation could get by with a lot of things. And I wouldn't say they make better leaders, but they sure can. But they sure fucking can act like it. I mean, once they get proficient at something and they learn to act a certain way. I imagine they can form into a certain benign form of psychopathy. Which, I'm not a psychologist. I don't fucking know. But the truth be told... Who knows? Anyways, this leads back to... I want to look up the percentage of psychopath celebrities. Because this is a celebrity episode. I feel like uh, Tom Cruise is a psychopath. To be honest, I feel like fucking Scientology is just a magnet for all the psychopath celebrities. Who knows? One in five CEOs are psychopaths, new study finds. (laughs) One in five leaders are psychopaths. Here's why. It didn't say anything about this, but it's probably because I'm on Bing. So let's look it up on Chrome. (laughs) Why am I on fucking Bing? Okay. Oh... percentage of people are psychopaths the popular so these popular celebrities may actually be psychopaths let's see <laughs> Harvey Weinstein ooh, hoo, hoo. Ooh, we're all so fucking surprised Tom Cruise what did I say ladies and gentlemen what the fuck did I say Courtney Love I could see it I really could. Randy Quaid, I don't know who the fuck that is. Randy Quaid and wife Evie believed there were... I don't even know what he was in. I've heard the name Faye Dunaway, but I don't know who that is. Gary Busey, not surprised. Mel Gibson, also not surprised. Sean Young, never heard the name. Kevin Spacey, I believe it. Christian Bale. 
I mean, huh. It says that Christian Bale was arrested for attacking his mother and sister at the Dorchester Motel. I mean, Motel in 2008. And was known for having total meltdowns on set. According to this epic tirade on the set of rebooted Terminator film, Bale has since, depo- has since apologized, saying sometimes his enthusiasm goes awry. Woody Allen, I've heard bad things. Naomi Campbell, I don't know who this is. Naomi Campbell doesn't seem to respond, doesn't seem to respect the help as she notoriously threw a cell phone at her housekeeper after she accused the woman of stealing a pair of her jeans. An assistant sued her in 20,000. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for my poor grammar. An assistant sued her in 2003, saying Campbell threw a phone at her too, plus physically attacked her back in 2001. Since the cell phone throwing incident, Campbell claims to have attended anger management classes. Claims is the big word. And says she was also abusing drugs. Warren Beatty. I know this name. I imagine he's done some wild shit. Because Warren Beatty is a pretty old name. I bet you he was from like the 70s and 60s and did a lot of wild shit. Hollywood Lothario Warren Beatty is a well is well known for his love him and leave him persona, allegedly sleeping with twelve thousand seven hundred and seventy five women. Author Peter, that's not a crime, and that doesn't make him a psychopath. Okay, it makes him a whore. Author Peter Biskin described Beatty as a depressive, a, a manipulator, and a closet psychopath, an endless. Pro- provocateur, a brute, an underachiever, a narcissist. He needs to control... His need to control has ruined not just several of his films, but also most of his relationship. Okay. So maybe he is. But just because he slept with 12,775 women, he's famous. Okay? That's a lot of women. It doesn't even need to be included. What if you had said a woman slept with 12,775 men? You would demonize her. Don't demonize this man over the... Dude, your body is your fucking thing. They say your body is your temple. Because you need to take care of it. But how you treat your body is how you would treat your temple. And if your temple is the temple to a god of lust, that's fine. 12,775 people, if that's what you want to sleep with, cool. Man or woman, I don't give a fuck. If I could sleep with that many people, I probably would. But it's just not really of consequence. Because it's nobody else's business, even if you're famous. Realistically, none of these crimes that these people committed is anyone else's business, but some of them are pretty bad. So let's continue back into the article. (laughs) I'm not a hypocrite, I swear. (laughs) 
Mike Tyson notoriously ripped off his opponent's ear with his teeth during a boxing match in 1997. Rolling Stone recalls, although Tyson said sorry for the act, he is also known for aggression against women. He beat seven prostitutes while he was on drugs and abused former wife Robin Givens. Tyson claims he was under the influence of boxing trainer Customato, who molded him into an arrogant sociopath. No, I feel like Mike Tyson is just, he's, I, f I don't know. I don't know Mike Tyson, so I don't really have an opinion. It just goes back to that normal subject. Don't lay your hands on women, ladies and gentlemen. Don't lay your hands on men. Don't lay your hands on anybody. Ooh, Donald Trump. Ooh. A number of psychologists assert the president is a very sick man. A number of psychologists, but have they met the man? You... You can assess someone's behavior based on what you see, but if you have not met, met with that person, your opinion is invalid. If It's just like the people who say Joe Biden has dementia based on just watching him. That doesn't mean he has a speech. That doesn't mean he has dementia. You're just watching him. You're just an armchair psychologist. And people assert that he's a very sick man based on what they've seen. They don't know the man. Granted, I don't like Donald Trump. I think he is a sick man. But these people can't base what their opinions are based on fucking just watching him. Base it on his policies. But that's only for him as a president. Anyways, he's suffering from psychopathy and is a mental state that poses an enormous present danger, according to The Independent. Yeah, it would be by liberal media, wouldn't it? That's not, it says the independent, but they're not independent. They're liberal. Donald Trump also callously made a high school sh shooting, made a high school shooting in Parkland, Florida about him, tweeting that the FBI missed signals the shooter was mentally unstable because they were too focused on the Russia problem. Um, no. Yeah, no. Kim Kardashian West critics think she's using her kids to stay relevant. Truthfully, this was in... It says April 14, 2020. I don't think that's true. At least the kids look just like Kanye, though. I'll give them that. <laughs> the kid looks just like Kanye. But anyways... Um, Kim Kardashian is the person people love to hate, but she's actually doing good things. She's out there trying to get p people falsely accused of drug charges out of prison. That's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. And I hate to be the guy that says a Kardashian is doing good things, but she is. <laughs> but this article says, the world may be obsessed with Kim Kardashian West. Not really. She's kind of fallen out of relevance even with her kids. But they are more obsessed with the, her four kids. Together with her husband, Kanye West, the second eldest, Car Jenner, was, has the most kids of any of her siblings. Northwest, Saint West, Chicago West, and Psalm West. At the ages of 6, 4, 2, and 11, respectively. 
Certainly give the KKW fragrance founder a run for her money at times. However, since being quarantined, Kardashian West has found it challenging to be around her kids 24-7. That's human. Most of you don't want to admit that you don't want to be around your kids 24-7. Granted, I love my daughter, and I really would be around my daughter 24-7 because she's two. It's easy to deal with that. It's a two-year-old. It's just one two-year-old. But this is four kids. Some people are out here having four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, even more kids than that. You wouldn't want to deal with that either, ladies and gentlemen. Be respectful. Because the coronavirus pandemic, Kardashian West, her kids, and the rest of California have been forced to stay inside their homes, with the exception of essential trips. Despite living in a huge mansion, Kardashian West is struggling to keep her kids entertained. Who would... You are struggling to keep your kids entertained as well. And you don't live in a huge mansion. So shut up. I mean, I don't like to defend celebrities... But it really seems like the sort of thing they're complaining about in this situation is something everyone deals with but doesn't want to say it. And they're really pandering because all the mommies who don't make enough money and are either working from home or just super stressed out don't want to admit that the reason they're stressed out is because of their kids. Of course you're stressed out because of your kids. It's one of many stressors. You don't want to be around your kids, admittably. Just admit it. I want to be around my daughter because she's two. But if you... And she's, there's only one two-year-old. That's easy to deal with. But this is four kids, and one of them isn't even a year old. Even if they're rich... It ain't easy to deal with, ladies and gentlemen, especially if you're poor. And a lot of the people who are judging this are poor. So admit it. Just admit it. Don't be, don't be an asshole. Okay? Yeah, she's stuck in her house. She's stuck in her house just like everyone else. She's stuck in her house with her crazy-ass husband and four kids. Maybe she posts photos on Instagram or whatever, but honestly... I don't care how big your house is. I mean, maybe your proximity to your kids has changed. And it says, furthermore, she shared that they simply won't leave her be and feel compelled to be wherever she is. That's normal. That's way fucking normal. <laughs> Asked my mom. She had... Uh, Bro, she had seven kids. No, nine kids total. One of them was a stepkid, granted, but my mom had nine kids. She knows what it's like to have nine kids sticking to her legs 24-7. Even as a single parent where she had to work all the time. But they're really trying to paint Kim Kardashian as a bad person based on normal traits, is what I'm saying. Of course they find her relatable. I would find her... Re I find her relatable and I only have one kid, but I 
you know, I've already said it. I don't have to keep saying it. She's just human, dude. And granted, she's a super celebrity. And she has to ham up being good or bad because she is famous. People like drama. And they say that she's accusing her kids... Well, she's using her kids to stay relevant. Honestly, she isn't, but she... I don't know. Realistically, they can say she's using her kids to stay relevant, but she's locked in her house all day with her kids who stick to her legs all day. Just like any mom is. That doesn't mean she's staying relevant. She's just taking pictures of them more with her kids. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I think that was the last one. Because this is going into... YouTube cooking channels with Easter brunch ideas you can make from home in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's the end of this article. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? This article, whether it was one article or whatever, this might not cover all the celebrities but this is some of the shit that celebrities have done that wasn't really that great, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you for listening, and welcome to my new listeners, if I've got any. But this has been The Trash King. Remember, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can listen to us anywhere the podcast can be found. It doesn't have to be on Anchor. But you know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe. Stay strong. And just remember, keep yourself together. And keep yourself leveled. This was the Trash King. Good night.